Okay, we're back. The microphone audio quality looks great. It's great news. All right, guys, I'm really, really excited tonight. I have to bring a little more juice for this episode. This is the show. This is the episode that will teach you, not even teach you, forget teach, forget all this stuff. I'm just going to tell you who to draft, at what round, what pick. So I'm going through all the scenarios. We'll go through 15 rounds. This is the most valuable, important episode that you will listen to or watch on YouTube. I promise you. Bookmark this. Save it. When your fancy football draft comes up, listen to this. Or take notes for the first, you know, like 10 picks. I mean, I mean, really like all 12, 13, because there's some late round steals. There are some late round steals to be had in round 12 through 15. Okay, I don't know why I was just looking over there. I'm, I'm getting excited, guys. I really am. Audio quality, video's working. I'm an amateur at this. I'm getting better with the whole video audio quality. But yeah, let's get right into it. Each round, hype, uh, if I was at each position, who I would draft. All right? <clears throat> I'm going to go through this fairly quickly, so don't you know, think that like, oh, I got to wait so long to hear my pick. You know, I'm picking a pick six out of 12 people. You know, man, this is like, uh, don't worry about it. I'm going to go through this quickly as I can and still give great insight. So I'm going to treat this as like I'm in a half PPR draft and there's 12 teams. That's pretty standard all the way around. You know, the, you know, really competitive leagues. I mean, there's some competitive 10 league teams. I mean, every, every league's com competitive, but I'm talking about uh, dispersing the players and the talent evenly where, you know, you still have enough players that you like that can do really well and it still gives you potential to add people on the waiver wires or, you know, there's people that are like, oh, I want to create this super team and I have to work a little extra hard for it. Whatever the case is, I like 12, 12 man leagues, 12 people leagues with half point per, per per reception uh yeah half point per reception leagues so not a full point per catching the football just half a point i think that's the the most fun kind of ferris between running back wide receivers that you can play in so yeah let's get into it that's how i'm drafting it so 12 teams in this uh hypothetical mock draft and who i would take at each position so let's get into it okay <clears throat> pick one it's easy so the first seven picks I mean, really, like, first, first first, 12 picks, I'm going, like, all running backs, okay? I'm a firm believer, so I'll talk about the draft strategy as I go along with this, uh, with all these picks. This year and just in general, okay? So the theory and the 2021 draft strategy plan is this. You have to take two running backs in your first two rounds, guys. Listen. It's twofold, right? It's twofold. Like, both positions are telling you this, okay? You know, last year, you kind of have to put an asterisk by it, right? It's the COVID season. There weren't fans in the stands. Offenses opposing away teams were winning more than they ever had in the NFL, in the history of the NFL. And there were more points being scored. Now, is that the part of the rule change? Yeah, I'm sure that plays a little bit into it. But you better believe offenses could communicate not false start, 
be crisper, more focused on the road, okay? There's no debating that. But with all that said, I still think it's, it's, it goes hand in hand. A little. I, I, I think it's trending that way. What I'm saying is this. The wide receiver position was the best it's ever been last season. There are more passing yards being thrown. Quarterbacks were having more fantasy points. Wide receivers were having more fantasy points. Okay, it's there. Go to fantasypros.com and look at um, all the stats. Okay, there were more 200-point wide receivers than there were 200-point running backs last season. Running backs are valuable. That's what I'm saying. Okay, let's get into it. Don't be a fool. Draft two running backs in the first two rounds. Trust me, there are wide receivers galore, galore in rounds three through 15, okay? You're going to get four to five really good wide receivers in your draft. Don't make the mistake and try to, <laughs> and try to determine like, oh my gosh, am I going to get like Mike Davis as my second running back? Or am I going to get like Philip Lindsay or Latavius Murray? Like, I mean, guys, come on. You can't do that to your fancy team. I mean, even, even if you're going to like roll the dice on Damian Harris and Melvin Gordon, Ronald Jones. I mean, come on, guys. Let's, let's, let's be real with ourselves. You need running backs. It's all about the running backs to an extent. And that's why this season more than ever, there's some quality wide receivers that you don't want to miss, on, miss out on. And it's not necessarily like, you know, I just know these wide receivers are going to be great. Okay? I know they are. I know they have a high probability of being amazing. And I know I can get them in rounds 4 through or even 6 through 10, 6 through 12. I can get my starting wide receivers there. Okay? So with, I guarantee you this. There might be one running back – round six or later where you're like man this guy's gonna be a top 10 and there's probably none like honestly i can't think of anybody outside the, the round six so okay my rant's over all right bottom line you need running backs round and two so let's go through it i'm just gonna go through my rankings and so like literally <clears throat> just remember these names and with the first like 14 picks follow this advice Okay, so let's get to it. So it's basically just my running back rankings. That's all it is. Because um, the first 14, maybe 15 running backs, um, you're going to for sure get. Well, no, I take that back. I mean, really, even in like, I mean, maybe unless you're like in a super smart league where they're like, no, nah, I need running backs. And like every first 12 picks takes running backs. That'd be crazy. That'd be really crazy. Uh, I'm sure there's leagues out there like that. Um, I'm not being really efficient with my timing, am I? I'm already at seven minutes. Okay, let me get into it. Sorry about that. Thank you for listening if you listen this far. Here comes the information you've all been waiting for. So, number one pick, Christian McCaffrey. Easy, hands down. Number two pick. And again, if you want my explanation of my rankings and where each person I have. If you're on YouTube, I'm sorry, the wide receiver video for whatever reason didn't work. Um, go to my podcast. All the links are in the description below. Okay. Listen. So I'll go through these rather quickly. Christian McCaffrey. Sorry. And I'll give like a little explanation. Christian McCaffrey, too much usage. Just think about it. six yards receiving, 60 yards rushing, 
touchdown a game. That's basically what he gets. He's going to go over 300 fantasy points. Most, con- I mean, that's easy for Christian McCaffrey. What, 100, 120 total yards a game through catching and running the ball? Come on. Even with Chibba, Har- Ch- Chibba Howard Hubbard behind him, the Oklahoma State rookie running back. He's a beast, by the way. I love that guy. I think they got a steal in round four or whatever it was for the Panthers. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey's that guy, number one. Number two, Derrick Henry. He's safe. They're going to give him the ball. He's been relatively healthy. I know he screwed some people over two years ago in the fantasy playoffs. Um, But, yeah, he stays healthy otherwise. So, yeah, no problem. A lot of usage, Derrick Henry, number two. Number three, Mr. Dalvin Cook, y'all. They disrespected that man last year, or or whatever it was. Like they, I don't, even, I don't even think they had him on an All Pro team. I don't even think he made second team. How crazy is that? I mean, this cat is special, special, special. Um, but he never stays healthy for the whole season, right? So that's why he's number three, and that's why Derrick Henry's number two. Because if Dalvin Cook could stay healthy, oh man, huh. I mean, he would, he might challenge Christian McCaffrey if the offense, if the Vikings' offensive line was, you know, legit all the time. So, yeah, I'm saying Dalvin Cook, number three, hands down. Dude is too talented, too fast. He's still 26 years old. So, I mean, he's got like two or three really great seasons left in him, hopefully. I hope, because just as a football fan, love watching Dalvin Cook. Number four, a little bit of a shock. This is where it gets a lot of discrepancies between all the fantasy football community, right? Um, I feel like those top three guys are undisputed top three guys. All right, so here I go. This is where I think I know more. I've done more research. I've really looked into every team, every type of schedule they play, the whole nine yards. Alvin Kamara, still 26 years old. Jameis is apparently doing winning the quarterback battle, but I think... Actually, I don't know. I don't know. I'm Sean Payton. I know he felt like he had to give um, Taysom Hill the starting quarterback position when Drew Brees got hurt because he promised him he'd give him a shot. So he gave him a shot, and he went three and one. Right? I think he went three and one before Drew Brees came back. He was like a mixed bag. I mean, he's a great runner, heck of a football player. Don't kid yourself. Heck of a football player. Uh, I mean, he was returning kickoffs for goodness' sake. I mean, my goodness, the guy's—he's uh, special. Um, but he needs to work on his passing. And even Jameis Winston will throw four crazy passes in a game, which, you know, might lead to interceptions. But basically, okay, getting too deep into this stuff. Alvin Kamara, pick number four. He's going to get receptions. Trust me. I know you could look at the sample sizes last year, and you're like, no, he didn't really with Taysom Hill. But he did in Philadelphia when they were down. And when, when they were in a game, I don't think New Orleans defense is that good this season. They have they have bad cornerbacks or experimental cornerbacks. Um, yeah. All right. Move on. Number five, little, another little bit of a shocker. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Can you believe it? He's 27 years old this season. It's like his third year, fourth year in the league. Um, Aaron Rodgers is back. They have a good offensive line. He's a really special player. He's fast still. He's only 27. He's not, he's not past 28 years old, which, like, running backs numbers. Love Aaron Jones with Aaron Rodgers. Plenty. He's safe money, man. Safe money. Uh, Najee Harris, number six. If you're the number six pick and those other five aren't there, take Najee. 
Najee, 23 years old. Steelers are going to run the ball. All you need to know is this. I'm a Steelers fan. I have the Pittsburgh Pirates shirt on, right? Look, Art Rooney came down to Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin before the NFL draft and was like, we're not going to be 32nd in the NFL and running the ball anymore. No more. Not as long as I'm alive. It's basically what he said. Um, and then after the draft in minicamp, I think it was minicamp or OTAs, whatever it was, he came down again and bypassed Tomlin and Colbert and went str- directly to the new offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, just to get his point across, <laughs> just in case Tomlin didn't say anything about it. He was like, yo, Matt, we're running the ball this season. So all that said, when Big Boss, when the owner, when the billionaire who owns the whole organization comes down and says, we're running the football, you better freaking believe the Pittsburgh Steelers are running the football this season. I don't want to hear about the offensive line. I don't want to hear about those five guys that never played together with each other. Pittsburgh Steelers are going to figure it out, and they're not going to quit on the run, even if it takes them to week eight and they're four and four because they're stubborn and keep running the ball. They're running the ball this season. Believe that. All right, number seven, Ezekiel Elliott. He's age 26. He's looking good, right? I mean, he's documenting his whole fitness, weight loss, showing his abs. You know, he's got abs again, and he's, you know, he looks quicker. He looks a little faster. We'll see because the last two, three seasons, he hasn't looked fast or quick, explosive at all. He's just a big boy running the ball. That's all he's been, right? But still, even though I like Tony Pollard, I like Tony Pollard's change of pace. I like Tony Pollard's speed. Um, man, he's going to be pushing Zeke, man. Zeke doesn't show up. They might give Tony a couple, like, five more carries a game. I doubt it. I really doubt it. They love Zeke, right? But I don't know. Maybe. That's why he's seven. And I got Najee ahead of him. Because I got I got to see Zeke. I got to see Dak. I got to see if he's healthy. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You could interchange Najee and Zeke if you wanted to. They're still in my second tier. So that's it. So if you have the top seven picks, those are my top seven backs I would take. In that order, McCaffrey, Big Hen, Dalvin, Kamara, Aaron Jones, Najee, Harris, Zeke Elliott. All right, you have the eighth pick in the draft, and those seven running backs aren't there, which I don't think so. Well, I mean, it could. It could. I mean, I'm sure there's some fancy leagues where this might happen. That's why I'm going through worst-case nightmare scenario. All right, I have Nick Chubb, number eight overall. Look. If you play PPR league, you might as well put Nick Chubb like 15th ranked. Half point PPR leagues, I still have him 8th. I get it. Kareem Hunt's there. But they want to run the ball, man. Not only that, they're trying to play Pittsburgh Steelers. They're trying to beat the Steelers at their own game. They want to wear teams down, just like when the, the Steelers had Jerome Bettis. In the fourth quarter... They're going to run Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt back-to-back like eight times in a row, getting first downs, milking the clock, six yards a pop. You know, that's what they're trying to do. And they got more defensive talent this year. You know what? I mean, I'm a little bit of a believer in the Browns. If they didn't have Baker Mayfield, I'd be a big believer in the Browns, potentially, depending on the quarterback is. Anyways, 
Nick Chubb a beast, man. They want to run the ball in Cleveland. I, I know Kareem Hunt's there. I get that. Still half PPR league. He's my eighth best back overall. And I would definitely take him at eight overall if all those top seven aren't there. He's going to get 1,400 yards rushing, 15 rushing touchdowns. Mark my words. It's a lot of points right there. Miles Sanders, number nine overall. Kind of another shocker, right? Miles Sanders' average draft position is like 30. I think that's freaking crazy. I think that's nuts. He's 24 years old. He's in his prime. Yeah, he was a little injured last season. Okay, he also had an injured offensive line ahead of him, too. All three of those pro bowler offensive linemen, a couple of them all pro offensive linemen, are back, healthy. Yes, they're all in their 30s. I get it, the offensive linemen. But they're still beasts. Offensive linemen can play great football, pro bowl, all, all pro football in their 30s. They're like the one position except for, like, maybe defensive line and kickers. Like, you can play in your 30s in the NFL as an offensive lineman and quarterback. So, yeah, I like Miles Sanders. That offensive line is good enough to give Jalen Hurts a chance and Miles Sanders a chance. Like, they didn't have this offensive line last year. Come on, guys. Listen to me. They didn't have that offensive line last year. They have an all-pro. They have a top-five offensive line ahead of them. Jalen Hurts had that at my uh, at uh, Alabama and Oklahoma. He did pretty well. Yeah, he's still Jalen Hurts, but he can move the ball in that offense. I'm not worried about it. Miles Sanders, number nine, safe money. Number ten, I've got Antonio Gibson. And again, guys, I'll switch to wide receiver when I when I think it's time. Okay, I I don't think it's time yet. I'm taking all these backs, first two rounds. If one slipped to me in the third round, that's crazy. Really crazy. I'll be ecstatic if that happens. Um, I'll take three backs there because, guys, there's value with wide receiver and quarterback later in the rounds five through 12. Trust me. Stay patient. Take these running backs. All right, Antonio Gibson, number 10. The first nine running backs aren't there somehow, which I don't know. I think you'll get Miles Sanders no problem, even in the second round, no matter where you're at. I don't know, depending on the league, but most likely. Miles Sanders, number ninth. I already talked about him. Tenth, Antonio Gibson. 23 years old. Played wide receiver in college. Right? He's got soft hands. Big body, too. Strong. Um, they like throwing to J.D. McKissick more in Washington. Um, I'm not worried about that offensive line, though. They got talent in Washington. They got the Chicago Bears starting tackles, Charles Leno, and uh, I forget the other guy. He's like 6'9". He's a big old boy. Big old boy. <laughs> um, but he can uh, he can do something really nice. Anyways, they got Sam Cosney behind them, and they got a couple tackles, I mean guards that have played tackle before and that have played in the league for a long, long time. So, guys. And they got a they got a good center, really good center, Rue Yale or something like that, and uh, Brandon Sheriff, right? Brandon Sheriff. Offensive line's good, guys. That defense is good, right? That's what that's what you really care about, right? That's what you really care about. If you have a really good defense, you're gonna get the ball more. You have more possessions. You're gonna be able to play close football in the fourth, third quarter. You're not gonna have to abandon the run. <clears throat> Antonio Gibson's got a ton of potential. I'm high on him. I want him. He's going to be on a lot of my fancy teams this year. 
Don't be afraid of Gibson. They love him in Washington. All right, <clears throat> number 11, J.K. Dobbins. I'm a Steelers fan, but, hey, I got to give it to him. J.K. Dobbins, man, he got faster. I don't know. Is he? Uh, I'm not trying to, like, really question him like that, but he wasn't that fast when he first got to Ohio State. I watched him his rookie sophomore season. But, man, he looks fast, man, when he was, like, in – like, he balled out. I think that was with Dwayne Haskins' senior season at Ohio State. Balled out, man. He was fast, explosive. I really don't know if – I don't know. Um, they didn't really throw to him a lot. I know Mark Ingram played, like, six games last year. Um, he averaged six yards of carry last season. That's nuts, right? I still think he has a really good year. I think he gets 200 points pretty easily. I think he gets like, you know, easily 11, 1200 yards rushing, even with Gus Edwards there. I'm not worried about it. They love JK. They really do. Um, 12 rushing touchdowns easily, 11, 1200 rushing yards, maybe like 30 catches, maybe 30, maybe a little more, 35. Uh, it's not because of him. They just don't like uh, throwing the ball. So yeah, JK Dobbins, safe money. I really like JK. I like JK a lot, man. Um, number 12 ranked running back, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. So, again, this, this is the first round. This is like nightmare situation. You get Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I mean, you'll probably get better running backs than Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Let's be honest. Um, and don't worry, all those people, all those Giants fans, like, hating on me right now. How dare I not include Saquon Barkley? How dare I? I got answers for that. Get in there. Clyde Edwards. 12th ranked running back. He's 22 years old, guys. He's like 5'6", 200 pounds. Small guy. Um, he's strong, though. He's still strong, but he's small. He's really small. Um, he's just – he can catch the ball. He runs really well. He's, he's a savvy football player and just a really good football player at that. He'll get the 200 fantasy points. Andy Reid offense. There's no running backs really challenging behind him. Um, pretty good offensive line. He's going to get his touches. He's going to have chances. He's a good He's a good second-round running back to take. I wouldn't love him. I want, like, kind of those first 11 guys more than Clyde. But, yeah, that's what it is. All right, 13, Joe Mixon. All right, Joe Mixon. I like him. I like that Cincinnati offense. They're going to have some chances this season. Um, I think he gets the 200 fantasy points. You know, he's missed some games last season. You know, I, I don't know. Still like him, though. Still like him. Um, 14, Saquon Barkley. Look, guys, he's really talented. He's really strong, really great back. That offense line is trash. Quarterback's trash. Maybe Jason Garrett's trash. Maybe all three of them are trash, right? Maybe all three of them are trash. I'm not investing my hard-earned time, pride, and competitive spirit on Daniel Jones, Jason Garrett, and that really crappy offensive line of the Giants. I'm not doing it. Saquon might have to – best case scenario, like, in my opinion, is he works so hard to get to, like, man, I don't know, like 1,000 yards, 1,100 yards rushing off of, like, 270 carries and gets thrown to, like, 60 times and has to fight for every yard. And, I mean, yeah, I mean, okay, he gets, like, 13 – 100 total yards and 10 touchdowns. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe, maybe put him ahead of Joe Mixon or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I'm not putting him in that top 11. No way. Can't do it. Um, 
Okay, so after that, you're going to get two of those guys, right? So then now we fast forward to the third round. Okay, you got two great running backs. If somehow one of those three running backs fall to you, take three of those running backs. I would take three of those running backs. Like somehow if you're like think your league's really like not smart and you're going to like, I'm going to wait to see if I get Miles Sanders in the third round, like early third round, I get that. I think you should do that. I think that'd be smart. Like if you have the first overall pick and you go, uh, I don't know, you go um, McCaffrey number one and then hope. Dobbins is there at your 24th pick and 25th pick. You go uh, like Saquon. I'm not, not Saquon. I'm going to be there. I'm sorry. Um, Miles Sanders. Yeah. That'd be a heck of a three. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be dream case scenario, honestly. Like you get McCaffrey, Miles Sanders, and J.K. Dobbins. That'd be crazy, man. Really crazy. You'd be set up real pretty. Um, okay, but let's not. Let's go. I mean, yeah, that happens. Great for you. But let's go see the wide receivers now and the quarterback. So if you're in the if you're in the middle rounds, if you're like pick six, even like pick five through um nine, five through eight, I would probably take a wide receiver. I would key for – so let me go, just go through my wide receivers rankings just so you all know who to take. Like this is in the order, in order if they're there in round three for you, which, you know, the top like eight guys won't be there, but um, maybe they will. So this is who I would take, right? Um, I have Tyreek Hill number one, Devontae Adams number two, Stefan Diggs number three, DK Metcalf four, Justin Jefferson five, Calvin Ridley six, DeAndre Hopkins, seven. A.J. Brown, number eight. Okay. Now, the ninth wide receiver, even the eighth, even A.J. might be there for you. I would, oh, man, I would love having A.J. Say say you had, like, um, McCaffrey, Miles Sanders, and A.J. Brown. That's great. That's really good. Um, okay. But, anyways, so if you had a top-tier pick, right, picks five through one, you're probably going to get one of these wide receivers. You're probably going to get A.J. Brown, or my ninth wide receiver is Allen Robinson. So I'll just go through the wide receivers that you might have a chance to get there, okay? So A.J. Brown's number eight, nine's Allen Robinson, 10's Cooper Cup, 11's Jamar Chase, 12's Adam Thielen, 13 T. Higgins, 14 C.D. Lamb, 15 Amari Cooper. And... I've thought about this a lot, guys, and I kind of have, like, safe floor, high potential guys just rated a little higher. Now, C.D. Lamb could have a better season than Cooper Cup. You know, I'm not putting Adam Thielen, and I'm not putting that past him, no doubt about it. But I think there's a little more consistency with Cooper Cup in his situation. Um, there's only really two options in L.A. But anyway, I'm not, I'm not going to explain it. These are my rankings. I thought about this a lot, guys. Just trust me on this. Just take the guys I'm telling you to take, okay, um, in this order. So, hey, you take two running backs the first round. If you're an early round, third round pick or middle round, third round pick, I would probably take these wide receivers, only these two, A.J. Brown and Allen Robinson. If A.J. Brown or Allen Robinson are not there for you in your third round, 
I'm going Kyler Murray. Okay? Go quarterback with Kyler Murray. There's only a couple players in fantasy football NFL history who have gotten 400 fantasy points. Kyler's going to get there easily this season. I'm not even worried about it. And he's going to be there probably in the third round for you, okay? I wouldn't wait. I know his average draft position is like 50. I know you might get him in the fourth round. Just take him there, okay? There's no, there's no other talent. There's not enough talented running backs there that I feel great about. There aren't enough great wide receivers there that I feel amazing about. Or I'm just so high on Jamar Chase, I'll get him in round six or round five where I don't have to reach for him and I can get more value with Kyler Murray. If Kyler Murray's not there and A.J. Brown and Allen Robinson aren't there, oh, man, that's kind of like a, an interesting situation to be in. I think I'd go Josh Allen. I thought about it. And, guys, there's just enough good wide receivers late in the draft, okay? I think I'd go Josh Allen there. So, yeah, in the third round, that's my that's what I'm thinking. I am going A.J. Brown, Allen Robinson, or Kyler Murray, or Josh Allen. Man, if somehow one of those four guys aren't there for you, I mean, you really have to think, like, did a running back fall to you? Um... Did a wide receiver fall? Like, I don't, maybe not a wide receiver. Like, I don't know. Like, um, if that happens, that that really sucks. Because I think A.J. Brown, Allen Robinson, Kyler Murray, or Josh Allen will be there for you. If they're not there for you, then probably go Cooper Cup. I'll say go Cooper Cup. Okay? So now that brings us into the late third round, right? The late third round uh, players that will be there for you. All right? Maybe you're one of those guys that held off for Miles Sanders, right? Maybe you got lucky and Clyde Edwards or J.K. Dobbins, Dobbins fell to you in the second round, late second round. And then somehow, some way, Miles Sanders falls to you. I mean, that's the key. If Miles Sanders really stays at like 27, 30 average draft position, and you get a steal and Clyde Edwards is there for like for you, like in the late second, I'd probably abandon my rankings and go Clyde Edwards and hope that uh, Miles Sanders falls to me if I could get like one of those top three running backs and and uh, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb. I mean not not Nick Chubb, Big Henry and uh, McCaffrey. Yeah. So, okay. If that doesn't happen, like mo- most likely cases, what's going to be there for you in round late round three? Probably Kyler Murray still. Okay, I would take Kyler Murray if AJ Brown, Allen Robinson aren't there. I'm taking Kyler Murray, right? Same advice. And I think Kyler's going to be there for this for the late third-round people. Okay, take Kyler Murray. Get your 400-point quarterback. It's, that's a game-changer, man. He gets 30 points a game, almost, right? Not 20, 30. That's a lot of points in fantasy, half PPR. Um, yeah, get him or Josh Allen, all right? Get him or Josh Allen. If not, if you somehow get, if you're fortunate to get A.J. Brown and Robinson, that's great. That's really good. All right, now as we get into the fourth round, this is where I got to take the scenario situations out. So, therefore, if, like, you had a wide receiver round three, then take this in round four. You had a quarterback, then take this in round four. Okay. I'll go through. This is really easy. This isn't a problem at all. Okay. So, yeah, this is where the options kind of come in, depending on your third round. Because the second round, the first two rounds, you'll get your two running backs. 
the third round, you kind of had to play around with, did you get Miles Sanders? Did you wait for him for, with that three running backs? Okay, let's go with that scenario first. If you had Miles Sanders and you had Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, J.K. Dobbins with a really top five fantasy running back, okay? You're going to need to go wide receiver. I mean, maybe not. Maybe not. I think so. I think that's a safe play. I would go Cooper Cup, okay? If not Cooper Cup, then I would go probably Adam Thielen, okay? And not Jamar Chase yet, because Jamar Chase you can get in the fifth or sixth round. And don't worry, we will be taking Jamar Chase in every fantasy league this season. His uh, average draft position is too valuable. So, yeah, go Cooper Cup or go Adam Thielen, okay? Justin Jefferson has kind of the AC joint sprain. You know, he might be playing with some pain all year. I still think Justin Jefferson most likely outperforms Adam Thielen even with that. But there's nobody pushing the third wide receiver spot for the Vikings per usual, per like the last seven, eight years, right, seasons. Like, I mean, goodness, ever since Stephon Diggs was there, that's all they had, Diggs and Thielen. So Thielen, he's 31 years old, but I would still take him in my fourth round, early fourth round, um, if you took three running backs. Okay. If you didn't take three running backs and you took two running backs and Kyler Murray, I think you're in a great position. Round four, I would take Kyle Pitts. Okay. Kyle Pitts should be there for you in the early fourth round, middle fourth round. He should be there for you. He might even be there at the end of the fourth round. Okay, take Kyle Pitts, man. There's just like you want, just fancy 101. You want players who are going to get a ton of targets, a ton of usage. You want those players on your team. Those are the team, those are the players teams believe in. Uh, Yeah, those are the players teams believe in. And it's just worth it. (laughs) You got, you have to do that. Have to do that. Okay. You cannot fantasy rule number one of drafting. Fantasy draft rule number one. Don't miss in your first four players. Don't do it, okay? I just gave you a cheat code, a whole cheat sheet for your first four players. If you don't miss in your first four players, get four great players, you've set yourself up to have a great foundation for your fantasy team, barring any injuries. Hopefully there's no injuries to your players, to any of these players. But it's most likely going to happen. So, such is fantasy football. Anyways, take Kyle Pitts, early fourth round. If Kyle Pitts isn't there, it's okay. Don't worry. Yeah, you lost out on one of the top four tight ends. It sucks. But um, we have a plan. The plan is this. Go Cooper Cup. Go Adam Thielen. If those three players aren't there for you, okay? If those three players aren't there for you, and say you already drafted a wide receiver, say you have Kyler Murray, right? Say you have two running backs and Kyler Murray, and those three uh, wide receivers slash one, I guess the tight end, Kyle Pitts, he's basically a receiver, um, aren't there. Cooper Cup, Adam Thielen, and Kyle Pitts are not there. Go Travis Etienne at number four. 
okay? Jacksonville rookie. I feel great with him. I feel very content with him <clears throat> at that spot, okay? If you have a late fourth-round pick, I feel great with him there. I feel very comfortable with him there. Now, somehow he's not there, right? And, I mean, maybe he's not there because after pick 48, it's kind of like, dang, slim pickings, right? I mean, there's just you really got to think about this. I mean, I think Travis is there. I think he's there for you. I think the, any combination, Cooper Cup, Thielen, Kyle Pitts, and Travis Etienne are there. If they're not there, if Travis, Cooper Cup, you know, those guys aren't there, I mean, gosh, and you have Kyler Murray already as your quarterback. Um, I wouldn't mind reaching for Jamar Chase there. So I'd be perfectly fine with that. He keeps climbing the rankings in the average draft position. He's like 59 ADP right now. Okay. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that one bit. Would not mind it one bit. Let's see what Yahoo rankings are real quick. Um, and I have Kyler Murray 58. That's just not right, man. Kyler Murray is 38, not on Yahoo, on average draft position. Kyler Murray is going to rise, guys. He's going to rise. Come on. Got to take him with your third-round pick. Um, okay, so, yeah. Basically, who I'd take, I would take Jamar Chase. Take him. Reach a little bit with pick 48. Don't worry about it. He's ranked, like, pick 59 now. And he keeps rising. So, yeah. Take Jamar Chase. Don't worry about it. That's a great foursome right there. Got Jamar Chase, like Christian McCaffrey, Miles Sanders, and Kyler Murray. It's a great four, guys. It's a great four. You didn't miss with that. Be happy with that. You're good. Trust me. Okay, so fifth round pick then. All right, we're, in the, we're into the fifth round pick. Okay, say you have two running backs. Let's keep going back to that. We'll keep going in order of the same scenario. So these are the people that drafted late in the first round. You have two great running backs. You have Kyler Murray, and you have Kyle Pitts or a wide receiver. Now, if you went tight end, you have to go. You have to go wide receiver here. Okay, you can't. You can't mess this up. Um, can't mess this up. You gotta hope and pray Jamar Chase is there for you. I mean, golly, man, he's picked 59 on the average draft position now on the fantasyfootballcalculator.com. That's got me a little worried, man. That's got me worried. I thought I was going to get him in my uh, my, uh, fifth-round pick, no problem. I might not get him in my fifth-round pick. He's 62 on Yahoo rankings now, too. Man, that stinks. That that would really hurt if I couldn't get Jamar um, there. Um, Regardless... If you took, yeah, any any scenario, we're going fifth round wide receiver. Any scenario, um, we need wide receiver at that point. So yeah, my rankings. Then let's go to the rankings for fifth round. Take Jamar Chase in the fifth round. Hopefully, you have an early fifth round pick now, because it looks like you're gonna get Jamar Chase. That's great. Um, if you didn't have an early fifth round pick. Or you had an early four, late fourth round pick and you got Jamar Chase because all the other guys weren't there, then pair Jamar Chase with um, probably Tyler Lockett. Probably Tyler Lockett at that point. Um, say somehow you didn't get 
a quarter – say somehow you didn't get Kyler Murray. Say you got two running backs and two wide receivers or a wide receiver and Kyle Pitts, then you need a quarterback, okay? And that's where I say take Russell Wilson. Um, my quarterback rankings are Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, then Russell Wilson, then Justin Herbert, then Lamar Jackson. I like Russ. He's consistent, um, very consistent, very safe money, great quarterback, good upside. Um, I don't like that defense in Seattle. I think they're going to be slinging the ball a lot, having to play in a lot of shootouts. Um, yeah, so I would take Russell Wilson there. If you don't have a quarterback, round five, take Russell Wilson. If not, then Justin Herbert. If not, then Lamar Jackson. Somehow all those guys aren't there, and you got like a really super quarterback happy league, then I'll take Aaron Rodgers or Dak Prescott. Okay, that, that'll be your order in that order. So, yeah, you should be able to get one of those guys, though, before Aaron Rodgers. Um, okay, so if not, so the wide receiver situation, I'll go Lockett, Tyler Lockett. Um, he's like ranked 67th, and Tyler Lockett. Man, he might be ranked kind of high in, in Yahoo. What's going on with Yahoo? Man, they got Lockett at 46, really? It's kind of high in my opinion. I don't think he'll be 46, guys. I think he'll have a chance to get him. If somehow Lockett's not there, you need a wide receiver in round five, then Keenan Allen, I think he's already going high. DJ Chark, I think I'll take Chark. But, man, that'd be such a reach. Chark is like 84th ranked. And then on this Yahoo, he's ranked, um, I think he went up. Oh, no, he might have fell back more. Okay, 84 and, um, sorry about this. Uh, dang, he's 95 on Yahoo. I don't know. I wouldn't read. If, he's, if, if you think you can get DJ Chari, I'd let that go a little bit. I'll let it go. I'll, I'll probably then go Devontae Smith. I'm high on Devontae Smith. He's going to get a lot of usage. I know he sprained his MCL, and he's, like, out for three weeks in training camp, but I think he'll be good to go. I like Devontae Smith. Um, go ahead and take him then. I don't think that's too big of a reach there in round five for your second wide receiver. Um, Devontae Smith, where is he? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, if not, if if like you feel like Devontae Smith is a reach and you can kind of wait on him, which, you know, there's some truth to that. There's some truth to that. Let me see where Devontae Smith is. Man, Yahoo has some crazy rankings, right? I don't like Yahoo's rankings. I'm stopping. I'm going to stop looking at them. I'll go off the average, uh, the football uh, calculator then, and I'll kind of give all these worst-case scenarios. So fifth-round safety, if Chark isn't there, I mean, Chark is there. Chark's going to be there. I mean, shoot. I don't know. If you think you get Chark, then maybe maybe go DJ Moore, Devontae Smith, Robert Woods, Brandon Ayuk. Um, I'm just going off my rankings. Mike Evans. and I want to go Antonio Brown. You'll get him later. Um, maybe Chase Claypool. I don't know. I, I think one of those guys should be there for you. So, yeah, I think Lockett will be there for you. I think Chark will definitely be there for you. And Devontae Smith. Those are kind of my next wide receivers I'm eyeing. But, you know, kind of you don't want to over you don't want to reach too high. Take a guy that's projected 30 picks and you're taking them 30 picks before you're where he's projected. Don't do that. You know, just find a different strategy, find a different player or go a different strategy. 
The other strategy would be then, if you think you can get a guy like that, go ahead and draft Mark Andrews or TJ Hawkinson as your tight end. Um, those guys, those seven guys, those seven tight ends are going to have a, a really steady, solid year for you, or those six, I guess, rather. Yeah, draft one of those six tight ends, and then you have two good running backs, one good, wide, one great wide receiver, one great quarterback, and one of those tight ends. That's great. Then you're good. Then you can take Chark in your next pick. So then you have Chark, Jamar Chase, Kyler Murray, two great running backs, and either Kyle Pitts, Mark Andrews, or TJ Hawkinson. Okay, so that's the shorthand right there. That's the shorthand for your first six picks, okay? You need to have one of these combinations. Every comment, every option that I've listed will have this combination. And this is how you know if you have one of the teams that I'm drafting. Two great running backs, a really good quarterback or a great quarterback in Kyler Murray, two great wide receivers or really good, really, really good wide receivers in Jamar Chase or Allen Robinson or Cooper Cup with DJ Chark. Okay? And a great tight end in either Kyle Pitts or very steady producers, Mark Andrews and TJ Hawkinson. That's what I'm going to do in whatever position I draft. So those six guys will be on my team in one way, shape, or form. The names will change, but that's the formula for the through the first six rounds. That's it right there. Can't miss with those first four picks, guys. It's fantasy draft rule number one. Those four, first four picks have to get you 70 points every week. You have to get there. Have to. Then you can play, play around with the other five uh, positions and get like, I don't know, you get 50 points, 10 points for each one of those five positions. That's very doable. Then you have 120 fancy points a week and half PPR. You're going to be in a lot of playoff games with that type of team, okay? That's a great team right there, I'm telling you. Hopefully, they all stay healthy, whatever players you draft. So, let's get to the seventh round. The seventh round, we're going best player available, okay? Hope and pray Michael Carter is there from the New York Jets, the running back. We want Michael Carter. That's the guy we're eyeing in the seventh round, okay? Um, they have a really powerful offensive line. We have to see if Elijah Vera Tucker is the real deal, but you don't draft guards in the first round in the NFL draft that often, and the Jets traded up and drafted a guard in the first round, so a lot of people were high on that kid. Now put him next to Makai Becton. He's big and powerful. Come on, guys. The Jets will move the football. They have a smart offensive coordinator who's been groomed by Kyle Shanahan, worked with Sean McVay, I believe, and his brothers with Matt LaFleur. He knows football, guys. He's not a dummy. Mike LaFleur is going to be able to move that ball. Zach Wilson is confident. I'm kind of like questioning him a little bit. I feel like a lot of people are. But he has a talented arm, okay? So good coaching, talented arm. And he looks confident in training camp. I'm high on the Jets to move the ball. I like Elijah Moore a lot. I like Michael Carter a lot. Maybe even Zach Wilson shocks some people, surprises some people. Maybe. Anyways, pick number seven, hope and pray Michael Carter is there, right? 
Um, Michael Carter for the seventh round for the 12th pick is 84. Okay, I think Michael Carter's higher than 84 now. No, he's 89. He's ranked 89th in Yahoo. I mean, not in average draft calculator. And Michael Carter is ranked. Let's see where he's ranked on Yahoo. Yahoo, he's ranked. Where is he at here? Michael Carter. Michael Carter. No way he's ranked past 100. Man, he might have climbed really high. He might be more than 75. Michael Carter. Michael Carter. No way. Sorry, guys. I'm kind of going off track here. I just had to see where Michael Carter is on Yahoo. This is crazy. Michael Carter. There he is. He's 86. Okay. So that's exactly where he's going to be taken. He's going to be taken in the seventh round. Michael Carter's going in the seventh round of all fantasy drafts, probably like 80% of all fantasy drafts, okay? You can't wait on him, okay? The seventh round, last pick in the seventh round is pick 84, okay? He's ranked 86 and 89, so you might not even get him. That's what I'm saying. If you're picking late seventh round, Hope and pray Michael Carter's there for you. Man, I hope he's there for you. Get a steal. A lot of potential. I'd love Michael Carter to be my third running back. Perfectly fine with that. He's going to get a lot of options. He's a confident player. Okay, enough of Michael Carter. He's a seventh-round guy. Man, if somehow Michael Carter's not there, okay, say Michael Carter is not there, that would really stink. Really, really stink. Um, there's not, there's not a good enough running back there. So then we're kind of putting ourselves in a really questionable spot by only having two running backs. We need a third, at least for the bye weeks, right? At least to dispel in case an injury happens. I mean, really you'd need like four kind of good ones, right? That's like ideal. But unfortunately I just, I don't see enough running backs late unless you want to get Travis Etienne, um with two really good running backs or you're just fortunate and you can be patient and you think Miles Sanders will drop to you in the third round and he could it's crazy he could so you could get three great running backs and then have Michael Carter as your fourth that would be nuts you'd be in an amazing position congrats to you guys if you get that um yeah if Michael Carter's not there it sucks I mean, it stinks. You have two great running backs, but you really don't have a third. Um, I would probably then wait to take a running back in your next round and take either Jamal Williams or Latavius Murray just because they're safe guys who are going to get a lot of carries, and you have to have a safe option as your third back. You can't, can't be drafting crazy high-potential guys like Tony Pollard or – I don't know, Kenny Drake, you know, or Naeem Hines. You have to you have to get somebody reliable. Okay. Take Jamal Williams or uh whatever his name is. I lost it. Uh Latavius Murray. They're gonna get carries. They have good offensive lines. Okay. But you're gonna get Michael Carter. Stay positive. You're getting Michael Carter. You're in a great spot. If you don't get him though. Take a wide receiver, okay? Go, let's see, where's Devontae Smith going? And if somehow you had to get Devontae Smith earlier, uh, that would stink too. That would be a bad situation. I won't even lie. That would be a bad situation. Now, Devontae Smith, he's 
Man, it's crazy. I can't find him on this average draft calculator. Sorry. This, oh, 82. Man, he might not be there. Okay. Okay. So Devontae Smith or DJ Chark isn't there. Don't panic. You're still good. Don't worry. Go ahead and take. Let's see. Go to my rankings. Um, go ahead and take Will Fuller. Okay. We'll roll the dice with our third wide receiver. Um, with Will Fuller. Okay. Tyler Boyd. I'll be okay with Tyler Boyd too. I like the Cincinnati receivers. Um yeah, I, I would go ahead and take Will Fuller. Well, I don't know. He's ranked 110 there. Let's see where he is on because you don't want to reach too much for him. Will Fuller is 110 there. Yeah, I think he's higher in Yahoo rankings. Will Fuller. Maybe he's not. Okay, don't take Will Fuller. Looks like that's a reach too. I thought he was higher than that on his average draft. Oh, no, 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 no. He's 100. He's 100. So, yeah, with your eighth pick, um, let's see, 8 times 12 is what, 80, 96? So yeah, Will Fuller will be there for you. Will Fuller will be there for you in, in your 8th round. He should be there. So yeah, have Will Fuller as, your, as that next guy. If not, then like maybe Robbie Anderson, maybe Cortland Sutton. Um, that would be good value there. Okay, um, so at that point you have Michael Carter as your third running back. And you have three wide receivers in like a really good wide receiver, or you have Jamar Chase, DJ Chark, and now Will Fuller. Three talented wide receivers right there as well. They're talented. There's some a little bit of question marks with Will Fuller, but and because of Tua Tungavailoa, but and his health history. But no, I still like that. I like those three. DJ Chark, Will Fuller, Jamar Chase. Three bad defenses. Lots of opportunity. I guess Miami's not that bad, and I mean, you can make a debate for the other one that I said, but whatever. They're gonna have to throw the ball. They don't have running backs. They're in good situations. That's why I'm high on drafting them. They're on good. They're in good situations. Okay, so you have three running backs, three uh, wide receivers, one quarterback, one tight end. Okay, now say you don't get one of those tight ends somehow, some way. Okay, your ninth-round pick is going to be Robert Tanyan. Okay, you have to go Robert Tanyan. If Robert Tanyan's not there, then, hey, man, you're just going to be playing tight end carousel all year. It's not the worst situation to be in. And you'll be loaded at running back and wide receiver, absolutely stacked. And you'll have a great quarterback. So don't worry about it. You can afford it. You'll be all right. Worst case, you can trade one of your third-string running back wide receivers for a tight end. Okay, anyways. Yeah, that'd be kind of if you don't have a tight end scenario at that point. Take Robert Tanyan Jr. for the Packers. Take him. He'll be your tight end. That'll be a really good uh, option there for you. Okay, if he's not there in the ninth round, then we're going. That means, um, I don't know, just go running back or wide receiver again because there's no tight end at that point that you won't be able to get after that. I mean, my tight end rankings, I'll just go over them really quickly. Just in case you don't have anybody at that point, go O.J. Howard, Tyler Higby, Irv Smith Jr. I think I'll move Irv. Actually, you know what? I'll move Irv Smith Jr. ahead of O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard's a better player, but Irv Smith has a better opportunity there. I'll go Irv Smith, O.J. Howard, Tyler Higby, Zach Ertz, Noah Font, Rob Gronkowski, Mike Isecki, Blake Jarwin. I'll just stop there. Yeah, I didn't say Evan Ingram. Not high on him or Daniel Jones. Um, Yeah, so take those... 
tight ends in that order in the ninth round um, or wait for one of the other guys in like the 12th, 13th round and keep stacking up on wide receiver running backs. That's the name of the game. After the first rule, don't miss in your top four. Okay, I'm getting close to an hour here. I'm almost done, guys. So a really, uh, really big shout-out to y'all who have listened to me th- thus far and ready just to kill your fantasy drafts. I'm, I'm really excited about this. I've done a lot of research like since May, April, since the teams drafted all their rookies. I've you know, I followed it still since then. So uh, really pumped about this. Really, really pumped about this. Okay, so that means at this point, there's a couple guys I'm keen that need to be on your fantasy team that you need to reach and take, okay? Because, yeah, they're late-round sleepers, but I like them that much, and you need to have them. Okay, so let's see. Round, we've done round nine, right? Yep, because we talked about the six, and then we got a wide receiver or a running back with Michael Carter. And right, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, we talked about you need Michael Carter in the seventh or eighth. And no, in the seventh round, then you need DJ Chark, Cortland Sutton, Will Fuller, Curtis Samuel um, is your eighth pick. And then if you need a tight end, the ninth, take Tanyan. If you don't need a tight end, we're going um, another wide receiver. I think I already talked about him, right? I already talked about him. Yeah, Will Fuller, Cortland Sutton, that kind of deal. Okay, if they're not there, well, they'll, they'll be there. Then we'll go ahead and take a defense, okay? I don't like defenses and fans anymore I think they're actually the biggest position where you actually have to kind of look week to week and look out ahead and take somebody and stash them on your bench just to make sure you have a good defensive matchup and you are not screwed um so yeah I like Tampa at your ninth round pick if not let me let me count that one two three four five six seven eight nine yeah Take Tampa defense in your ninth round pick, okay? Take Tampa. If not, if Tampa's not there, take Washington, okay? If those two defenses aren't there, then take, like, Antonio Brown or Latavius Murray, uh, wide receiver running back option there, okay? All right, if that, you'll have one of those players right there, okay? Hopefully you get one of those defenses. You should. You should in the, in the ninth round, okay? You should. Um, or the early 10th round. Okay, after that, um, pick 132 if you're like the 12th pick and you're in the first round for the 12th pick, then you have the first pick in the, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. In the 11th round, you have the first pick, the last pick in the 11th round. Okay, so that's one pick, 132. So before that pick, we want Elijah Moore. We're not going to wait on him. He's pick 157. That's his average draft position. Uh, let me see about Yahoo. Let me see if I can spot him real quick. Um, Mike, Elijah Moore is 148 in Yahoo. Yeah, we're not waiting around for him. We're going to reach on him. We have to have Elijah Moore on our football team this year. He is a gamer. He's competitive. He's got a chip on his shoulder. The Jets' defense isn't good. They have a good front seven, not a great pass rusher. And our collective pass rush is kind of questionable. And they have a very questionable secondary, okay? 
They're going to be throwing the ball a lot, playing catch-up. Take Elijah Moore. Take him. Pick 132 or earlier in that 11th round. Take Elijah Moore. So at that point with your team, Elijah Moore is going to be your fifth wide receiver, worst case, fourth wide receiver. Great options, okay? Great options. You have a stacked wide receiver room, and you didn't take one of the top eight guys or top seven guys probably. So big time advantage to you guys. I'm telling you, Jamar Chase, DJ Chark, or like Devontae Smith, or you got great wide receivers in Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase, or A.J. Brown or Allen Robinson and Jamar Chase, with two great running backs, Russell Wilson is your quarterback, <clears throat> a quality tight end, and then you got Michael Carter Jr., or, or just Michael Carter, I don't know, for the Jets running back. And then you get the Tampa or a Washington defense, and then draft Elijah Moore. You're in a great spot, guys. Really, really, really great spot. Okay, at that point in your draft, I don't see anybody that I'm like crazy about in either the running back or wide receiver position. And we're not going to draft our backup quarterback yet. Go ahead, take a kicker in the 12th round, okay? Don't wait on it. There's a couple guys that have a good probability of, of getting you nine points a week, 10 points a week, okay? Go ahead and take, here are my kicker rate, ratings right here, right here, guys. Okay, take Harrison Butker, the Chiefs. He didn't kick a lot of field goals last year, but he's still accurate, has a great leg. He'll get you 5.50-yard field goals all the time if the Chiefs don't try to go for it on fourth and four or fourth and three from the 38-yard line. Anyways, number two, Matt Prater for the Cardinals. Love Matt Prater this season. Matt Prater's got a big leg. He can kick the ball far. No problem with that. He kicks 60-yard field goals. That's how strong and powerful his leg is. So you have the potential of getting five-point field goals, 50-yard field goals or more, and he's a good kicker. They're going to be having to kick the ball. The NFC West is going to be a shootout this year. Okay, number three, Ryan Suckup for Tampa Bay. Um yeah, I mean, you kind of like Prater more because he's in a dome, playing in the dome in Arizona, and it's better weather out west except for, like, Seattle and maybe San Francisco in the wintertime too. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you gotta you got to like uh, Prater because of his indoor situation. But, no, I'm fine with Suck Up. I'm fine with Suck Up in Tampa Bay. Uh, there might be some rain here and there, but – it's hot. The ball, the ball, if you know anything about baseball, the ball travels more in heat than it does in cold. It's easier to kick. So I got the, I got suck up number three. Um, he's a, He did well last year, and Tampa's going to move the ball. He's going to have some scoring opportunities, lots of scoring opportunities. Okay, fourth guy is Tyler Bass. He needs to work on his long-range kicking more, um, but I still like Tyler Bass. I'm cool with him at number four. Cool with him is if with the 12th round pick, if the other three are not there. I like Tyler Bass. Okay, number five is Carlson, Daniel Carl, Carlson for the Raiders. Um, he plays inside, and he's got a big, powerful leg too. He might be like Matt Prater level. I don't know if he's Prater level. He's definitely with Butker. Um, Carlson's, Carlson's one of the top five kickers in the NFL uh, based off of range and accuracy. Um, I'd be happy if Carlson's my uh, kicker. McManus is my sixth. He's got the Denver Broncos effect. 
Um, I mean, I'd be really shocked if you don't have anybody else, if, if no no other kickers there around 12. That'd be kind of crazy. It just Let's just say there isn't one there that I named for you. In round 12, I will go, let me see if I can find it here. Here we go. Okay. I like Youngway Koo for the Falcons, obviously. He's a talented kicker. I like um, Justin Tucker, of course, for the Ravens. Um, Crosby for the Packers is reliable, but you should get somebody before him. Yeah, that's it. You should get one of those 10 guys I just named, 11 guys I just named. No problem in the 12th round. Okay, now let's go to the 13th round, all right? The 13th round, if you have the late, the last pick in the 13th round, let's see who that's going to be. That means you have the first pick overall. You're going to have pick 144, I think. So pick 144, now we're really going, we're pick 145, one of those two. Um, we're really going wide receiver, like just big-time wide receiver potential at that point. So the guys there at pick 144, let me scroll down, that you're looking at are wide receivers like Darnell Mooney. I'd take Darnell Mooney. Um, somehow Curtis Samuel fell to you. I'd take Curtis Samuel. Um, I kind of do like Brian Edwards with Las Vegas. I wouldn't take him, though. I wouldn't take him. I don't, I don't think he's going to be drafted. Uh, I would take A.J. Green there. I'd take a chance with A.J. Green. Rashad Bateman's look good, but, man, you can't trust Lamar. I'd take A.J. Green over him. Um, yeah, maybe Deshaun Jackson. Maybe. Um, just like, again, boom, bus guy. Oh, Gabriel Davis. Sorry, Dominique, the other guy who talks on this podcast a lot in season. Um, he brought to my attention, Gabe Davis has a chance to – to really do well this season. I think he caught seven receiving touchdowns last year in Buffalo. They need a second wide receiver. John Brown's not there anymore. I think Gabriel Davis steps up. I think he's a sleeper. I think you need to have him. He's somebody I think you need to draft in the 14th round. Okay, not the 13th. He'll be there in the 14th for you, most likely. If, you get, if you're a little nervous about it, um, take him in the 13th. Be fine with it. He's definitely worth it. He's He's got – I mean, you already have four or five great wide receivers at that point. Don't worry about it. Say Gabe Davis is your fifth or sixth, and he could have a lot of uh, potential for you. Okay. Um, yeah, that's it, guys. And then after that, I draft a backup quarterback, um, Justin Field. Fields, I'll take – I might even take Carson Wentz just because, you know – by the time you might need him for a bye week, he'll be back playing, and that's a really good backup option. Um, let me see who else is out here quarterback-wise who's taking the 13th, 14th round. Uh, I'd, I'd be okay with Jameis Winston. Oh, oh, Cam Newton might be there. I'll take Cam Newton. I'll take him. Uh, I think he'll, I think he's going to play well this season for some for some weird reason. I think he's going to play, play well. Um Oh, Tua Tungavailoa is there. I'll take Tua as my backup quarterback all day. Tua, Derek Carr. So, sorry, so this is the order I take him. I take Tua as my top uh, backup quarterback and, like, pick 13th, pick 14th. Then I'll take um, Justin Fields. Then I'll take Carson Wentz. Then I'll take uh, Cam Newton. One of those four guys will be there for your backup quarterback. If not, take Derek Carr. Okay, so at that point, you're good. 
Um, I might want to add a, a running back if I don't have a running back there. At um, if I don't have my fifth running back, I might take like Tariq Cohen, Marlon Mack. I might take. No, I want to take Marlon Mack. Um, yeah, Tariq Cohen. And I think that's it, guys. That's all I would take. I, I mean, yeah, Tariq Cohen. I mean, kind of don't really have. If not, if you if you, there's no one else there, just take a, a backup tight end or a backup quarterback. I mean, really, at that point, that player that you draft in the like 13th, 14th, 15th round, those guys aren't going to be on. Maybe take another defense. Actually, sorry, make, maybe take another defense because those first three weeks. Let me go through this. Sorry, that's who that's who it'll take for your last uh, draft pick. Take. Um, either Denver, the Giants, or New England. Take one. They have good, favorable uh, first two games, first three games of their season, right? New England plays Dolphins at home. They play at the Jets, and they play at home against the Saints. Those are three kind of – there's potential there, okay? There's potential. We don't know about Tua. We don't know about Zach Wilson. We don't know about the Saints. Um, Bill Belichick does great against rookie quarterbacks. There's a lot to like there with New England. The Giants at home against the Broncos. Then at Washington, Thursday night football week two. Then they're at home against the Falcons. Those are three good matchups against offenses that are not really quarterback-led or one-dimensional. you got to like it. The Broncos at the Giants, at the Jags, at home against the Jets. you got to like those three matchups too. So, yeah. If you have Tampa or Washington in round 10 or 9, don't worry about it. That's fine. Take take one of those three other defenses. I like their first three matchups. So that's what you do in your last round of your fantasy football draft, okay? So recap really quickly. Two running backs overall in your first two rounds. Third round, you're going to take Kyler Murray or a good wide receiver. Fourth round, or you get blessed with Miles Sanders in your third round, and you have three great running backs. Okay, if not, that's fine. Keep it moving. Take Kyle Pitts or a great wide receiver in your fourth round. Um, just depending on how it shakes out, then you're either going to take Russell Wilson if you don't have a quarterback in the fifth round. Um, if you don't have a tight end, take Mark Andrews or TJ Hawkinson. Okay. Um, at that point, you're fine. You're great. Then you go to, what is it, your sixth-round pick, Michael Carter Jr., you need Michael Carter Jr. No, 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 sorry. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase in the sixth round and the seventh round, Michael Carter Jr., okay? Um, if not, take best wide receiver available around six. And, man, you better hope and pray Michael Carter's there around seven. He should be there for you, though. You should be okay as your, he is, him as your third running back. If you don't get him as your third running back, then go Jamal Williams or Latavius Murray. That's safe money. Um, and then you'll be have to play the waiver wire game. But you'll get Michael Carter. Don't worry. You'll get Michael Carter. Take him in the seventh round. Don't wait on him. Um, eighth round, take a wide receiver, DJ Chark, Cortland Sutton, uh, Devontae Smith, one of those guys, Will Fuller, if those other guys aren't there. Take one of those guys, okay? Then round nine, you've got three great wide receivers at that point, three great running backs, a really good quarterback, and a really good tight end. You're set. You're great. Take a defense. 
take Tampa or Washington. They're going to get you like 20 points probably like five times this season against really great matchups. You want them on your team, game changers. Um, and then we'll draft either New England, New York Giants, or Denver Broncos. Hopefully they're there in the 15th round, hopefully. If not, just take whoever you want. I mean, at that point, you're going to drop them at one point in the season anyway to pick up somebody off the waivers. So, yeah, that's for round nine, Tampa Bay defense or Washington defense. Round 10, um, somehow you didn't get a, a tight end. I mean, Robert Tanyan Jr., you need to take them in the ninth round and take the defense in the 10th round. So, hopefully, you don't have to do that. Um, if not, take a wide receiver, right? Who would I talk about? Elijah Moore at that point or – um, I forget. Maybe it was Will Fuller, Curtis Samuel. Maybe it's the group of wide receivers. Take a wide receiver there, and then your next pick, then you'll take um, Elijah Moore. So, yeah, take Will Fuller, um, Curtis Samuel, um, even A.J. Green before Michael Carter maybe. But then the next round, go Michael Carter. And then the round after that, go kicker. Remember, the kicker is either Bucker, Prater, Suckup, Tyler Bass, Daniel Carson, Brandon McManus. Okay? If you don't – one of those guys will be there. Um, yeah. And then go wide receiver again or a Tariq Cohen running back type of pick and then take one of those defenses with your last pick. And that's that, guys. You have – so that will leave you with – Three great running backs or four. So, like, after the defense, take Latavius Murray if he's there. That'll be your fourth running back. Um, yeah, that'll be your fourth. Or Jamal Williams, sorry. So, like, after you take DJ Chark, then look for Jamal Williams or Latavius Murray um, instead of that wide receiver if you don't have four running backs at that point. So, that'll be four. You have two really good running backs, three pretty good running backs, and a good fourth option that will get you at least consistent points for emergency use if you have to use them, okay? Um, yeah, you have four great wide receivers. You have like A.J. Brown, Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup paired with Jamar Chase, or you don't even get them, you're fine. But if you do, then you get D.J. Chark as your third wide receiver. So Chark, Jamar Chase, and Allen Robinson, that's really good, guys. Pair that with Kyler Murray as your quarterback or Russell Wilson with, like, a top 12 fantasy running back, two top 12 fantasy running backs, that's great news, really good news. And on top of that, you might have Kyle Pitts as your tight end. That's incredible news, right? Um, really good news. Even if DJ Chark's your second wide receiver, you're in a good spot. You're fine because, remember, you're going to draft Elijah Moore later. You're good. Don't worry about it. And, yeah, and then you have a, a great defense, good defensive options, and a great kicker. You're set, man. You're set. You're in an amazing position. You got a team that's going to get over 100 points every week no matter what. You're going to at least have a shot at winning every week. Um, so, yeah, that's it. I really hope you guys like this. I literally told you in an hour and 15 minutes – who to draft at every position, at every pick, no matter if you're pick one pick, or pick 12 or in between. Gave you the whole cheat sheet, the whole code. This is expert advice, I'm telling you. I mean, I'm not labeled an expert, but I've been doing fantasy for like 20 years, followed the NFL for like 25 years, 
nonstop, and I played D1 football. So when I played with uh, teammates that were drafted, I started D1 football. I know football. I'm telling you guys. I know this stuff, man. I'm telling you. You're in a great spot. Listen to what I just said through all those rounds. You're going to make the playoffs at worst. And then listen throughout the season uh, to manage your team through the waiver wires. And I'll keep you posted with all those guys, too. Put yourself in the best situation, okay? Um, <clears throat> YouTube, thanks for watching. All the YouTube viewers, podcast, thanks for watching as well. Share the content. Stop hoarding the content. Make your league more competitive. Share this information, okay? Um, yeah, thanks for liking, uh, listening to the episode, and please like and subscribe and all that jazz. So, yeah, see you guys on the next episode.